Welcome everyone back to a brand new edition of Virtue's Brand of Wrestling here on the BigVitoBrand.com. I am Virtue, being joined by my esteemed co-host, the remarkable Robbie Vice. What up, Rob? I am esteemed, I am remarkable, and I am here, Virtue. Um, man, it's been a good night so far. I know we got a lot to talk about, so let's just dive right into it, man. What do we got going on? And I know you got things to do, so we won't rush, but like, right. seriously, we just came off of the Raw reunion. Okay, and these to me are, they're, they're just so tacky, especially if all they do is when they bring these legends back, they just get cameos and look good and put themselves over. I want to see, like, to me, the way this Raw reunion should have went, every current generation, something did happen that was interesting, and we'll talk about that. But I think every current, like, at least meaningful talent on, on the modern-day roster should have looked good at the expense of the legends. Pay it forward. You know what I mean? The, the, the legends still show up, and everyone gets their nostalgia pop, but why do the legends always have to get the better? And, and I think a lot of it is egos, and it's not WWE not wanting to move on because they just don't – I don't know. It's almost like they love that era so, so much because, let's face it, during the Attitude Era, uh, you know – when Raw really got hot, they beat a dominant WCW who won for 83 weeks in a row, and and they won with their pro. WWE ended up winning that, so I think they really just don't ever want to pull down those talents from that era, and I, I just find it shocking. Like, for instance, Ziggler started saying bad things about Goldberg the past couple of weeks. Why couldn't that have at least led to Goldberg showing up and spearing him and giving him the jackhammer? So then at least like Undertaker had the opportunity to do, right. came back, looked, you know, didn't look as bad in a tag match, so everybody forgets about the match with Goldberg. You could have Goldberg come back. Ziggler would have bounced around like a ragdoll for him, and now next thing you know, okay, Goldberg's back. He looks better. Just don't do any matches with Undertaker in Saudi Arabia. That's a type – that I would have been okay with, right, because then it would have gave some rub to Ziggler for taking – Goldberg was the big star. But what's your take on reunions, or should I just say cameo fests? So it's fun, right? It's not the worst thing ever. It does nothing. It's very benign. It has no impact on anything going forward. The only thing that it really did for WWE was gave them over 3 million ratings for the first time in months. So, yeah. Uh, what do you think was the factor to that? One factor, in your opinion? Stone Cold Steve Austin. So making sure that that I agree. Absolutely. I agree. Car carry on. Now, I, I am actually and I don't do this often on the show. I'm going to refute something you said, because okay. there is one legend who is the consummate professional that will always put people over when it comes down to it. And that was Mick Foley. And he put over, in my opinion, one of the, the best things about Monday Night Raw right now and Bray Wyatt. The Fiend is what they call him. And that's even a cool nickname. I think it's better than anything they have so far. I think it's better than the demon. Okay, um, and and the fact that and I know you brought this up another time when we talked earlier, but the fact that he took him down with a mandible claw, that was the best segment on Raw. Everything else was fluff and filler and stupid. There were some cool moments with, you know, the old Stooges winning the 24-7 title. Alundra Blaze cannot cut a promo. I'm pretty sure Natalia went to the Alundra Blaze school of promos. But yeah, I thought overall the show was neat. We're going to see next week. It's going to be the same old show again. So I guess if you're into ratings for one week, it's cool. Outside of Austin and some fun with the 24-7 title and then Mick Foley and Bray Wyatt, the show was kind of a dud. 
Now you said refute. Well, I said I would get to it. I agree. Yes. <laughs> I did like the pay it forward that Foley did. And I expect that from him. Yeah. And it's just a shame that some of the other egos, you know, say that the legends are coming in, right? They could have said, you know, they could have maybe had Bray doing something else that show. And Foley could have said, no, I want, I want Bray to come and do this with me. Right. I want, I, I think legends should be proactive saying they want to put these younger talents over. Like for instance, and I know we've talked about this on the other show, and at the end of this show, we'll give plugs for, you know, Rob Rob finally made it to NoDQ.com. But I was ta- we were talking about the OC, right, the original club, whatever whatever yeah. that means, AJ, Gallows, and Anderson. Right. And, of course, the whole click thing, right, DX, NWO. I really felt that this would have been a perfect segment to get the OC over, especially the fact that we know there's a bullet club outside of WWE, right? That's where it started. We know there's the elite in AEW, Kenny Omega and the Young Bucks. They said, we're original. You, you feel this war and this heat. Why not build your version of it right. at the expense of legends? And they, they didn't. And I know you're a Triple H, a big Triple H Absolutely. fan. I'm not going to say Mark or Shill, but fan. It's okay. So please elaborate. I, I think they dropped the ball big time with AJ and Gallows and Anderson in this segment. Yeah, they should have clearly went over in that segment. And I'll tell you what I how, how I would have booked it. I would have taken the most sad-looking one of the group, we'll say Scott Hall, huge fan favorite Hall of Famer. They could have cleared all these guys out and had Scott Hall in the ring and just started mercilessly just stomping him, have AJ tease the Styles Clash, and Triple H could get on the mic, and as the boss, all of a sudden, like, hey, this isn't funny, you know, and get heat on him because that's that's real heat. And they could have looked strong. The legends could have been pissed. Maybe they could have had some stupid match down the road where there's nothing better to do. But at least it would have given something, a reason for the legends to be there and actually put them in a better spot. Because guess what? I feel like the club looks weaker now than they did at the beginning because they just got beat up by the geriatric squad, and it's really embarrassing. How am I supposed to believe that AJ Styles, a former world champion, and these tag team champions couldn't beat people up in their mid-60s that can't walk three steps without looking like they're going to fall down? I don't like it. So, yeah, I thought it was a really botched segment. I would have booked it so many other ways. So here – so the – Hall and Nash, right? The, uh, they're the and they're the click, but they're the NWO. They're not right. they're, the rest were DX. Okay, yeah. all the DX guys could still take a bump. So yeah. why couldn't they have had just something where where maybe Nash grabbed X Pac and, and and choke slammed him, and then while that was happening, the younger guys, Gallows, Anderson, Hall can't really do anything, but AJ, they all attacked Sean, Road Dog, and Triple H and beat them up, and then. Next thing you know, you have the OC and then Hall and Nash, who standing there with them, and DX just got beat up. But, oh, wait, we, we can't because WWE beat WCW, so we That's couldn't right. let the NWO get. But, I mean, to me, it's like, gosh, that would have been great. And yeah. then you could have had Hall, Nash, and the, the OC do the two sweet. The, you know what I mean? And very simplistic. Yeah, but they just they they don't think that way anymore, Rob. They just don't think that way anymore. I mean, let's be honest. The way they think, they tried to have a Lunder Blaze do the whole garbage gimmick. Throw the te- throw the twenty four seven title in the trash. Which I was a true like. I wish she would have actually done it, and it would have been over. Like to me, <laughs> that would have popped. Yeah, if that would have been the end of the twenty four seven title right there. And they got all their segments they wanted to out of Archer. But maybe later down the road, a couple weeks later, you know, our truth or Drake could have been picking through the garbage. But wait, that's still too much creative thinking for them, right? right? 
can't do that. But so when I'm thinking about these raw reunions, these cameo fests, Austin, okay. I enjoyed the fact that they had everybody come out to the stage at the end. They had the moment with Flair, okay. <laughs> One of the best parts of the show when Hogan's music hit. Did you see Flair? Flair just started it. He's just happy to be alive. That's right. From day to day, from week to week. And I could, I wish it was a, just a camera fixated on Flair. I wish he would show up once a month and they would just have the Flair cam. And he's just sitting there and you see how he reacts to different things. Gold. Gold. Russo every day like it's you're, like you're Ric Flair and you'll have a good life. But, you know, and then Austin's music hits. And still to this day. 30, 20,000 people, they pop that, the, the um, who's the guy that used to uh, write the music for WWE? Jim, Jim Johnson. Johnson. Gold yeah. with the Austin glass break and the whole bass. Da -da 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 -da. And I'm telling you what, he looks, he still looks like he's in great shape. I know he has his neck issues. He's 50, whatever years old. But I mean, God, I'd love to see Steve work one match. Let's be honest. In, in the big stone cold run, he didn't wrestle like he used to. He no, it was yeah. kick punch stomp because the the broken neck from Owen limited, yeah. right? But the fact is, because of that, you tell me Stone Cold couldn't work a match against a younger guy that could help carry him just to create that one more because he looks awesome. He can cut the promo. The people Stone Cold is a draw. Yeah, Raw was over three million because of Stone Cold. Yeah, right. I mean, what's your take on Stone Cold? Like to me. That is a superstar. So, absolutely. So, Stone Cold doesn't have to do much to take a match, like you said. He would just stomp his mud hole, hit a stunner, and that's it. The biggest bump this dude has to take is his Fez press so he could punch people in the face. I think his work rate, his work style would work fantastic. Now, would I put him against a guy like The Undertaker? No, absolutely not. But maybe one of these younger guys, even Kevin Owens would be a fun matchup for him. You know, hey, you know, stop doing my move. And he could come out there and maybe have a match with it. Who knows? And the match, Rob, from bell to bell, because you could have the long entrance, the height, yeah. the promo. From bell to bell, you could be like six, seven, eight minutes so he doesn't get too blown up. And it could be an electric six, seven, eight minutes. You know what? I, I, I know you and I differ on a lot of things, but Jim Cornette says it best. A match doesn't have to be 30 minutes long to be great. You can have a bell to bell in eight minutes, and it could be one of the best, best matches of the night if you tell the right story. And I think that – and, and that's honestly, on a side note, one of the things I dislike about AEW right now is every match needs to be this 400-minute epic thing, which I'm just not a huge fan of. Stone Cold Steve Austin, younger guy, eight minutes, huge pop, sellout arena. I don't know. I don't know how you get better than that. Dude, we didn't talk about this on the No DQ Review. The Undertaker, he's been back, but why in the hell wasn't he there? Getting his skull redone, I think. I don't know what he was doing. Um, like, I yeah. thought there were some drop balls, and then maybe people just didn't want to, you know, I'm surprised Lesnar didn't show. Like, you know what I mean? It could have really been like a Raw for the ages, and they mailed in the cameos. And just, they did. You, know, it, you know what I wanted to see that I didn't see? I was really upset. I just wanted them to not even comment on it or pay attention. I just wanted Kane in the background working at the concession stand with no one drawing attention to it. I just wanted a little Easter egg, but I didn't get it. I waited the whole show for it, and it wasn't there, and I was sad. That would have been that would have been fantastic, to be honest. Right. And that that's the type of stuff that I want. Like, like look what they did on SmackDown. Ziggler came out. It was Ms. TV, first of all, with HBK. Right. And of course, you know, HBK was supposed to commentary all night, and but they ended up making a nice little segment. Now, let's be honest, this whole damn Ms. TV segment is probably gonna book Ms. versus Ziggler, right? Right. But 
gosh, man. And Sean admitted he was embarrassed of his performance in Saudi Arabia. Now, look who he worked against. Slow Kane, slow Undertaker. But you tell me if Sean came back and worked a match versus a Ziggler, that it wouldn't be very, very, very good. It would be, right? Absolutely, yeah. And definitely. and so this was very powerful to me when, when Sean admitted that because even in character, he didn't have to say it. He could have said, I'm not going out there and admitting that, even if it's a character, but he still did. So I, I that kind of makes me think, does he want to do that one more match with the Ziggler, with an AJ, where he can at least finally have that last match putting him over where you didn't think of the Saudi Arabia, you know, these bad Saudi Arabia matches. So what do you think? Like probably he's done, you know, but I think, think he can do one more now. Do, do you find, you know, cause you, you and I are about the same age. We grew up in that era, right? Did you ever think that Shawn Michaels who told Bret Hart, Hey man, I'm really glad you're putting me over because I would never do that for you is now on TV saying that he has lost a step and he'll never be as good as he used to be. Those people are just night and day. And, and the growth of him as a human being is absolutely incredible. So I want to give him props for that. Uh, the next thing I will say is he's absolutely right. He should be embarrassed of that Saudi Arabia match. It was absolutely garbage. But you could take someone like Dolph Ziggler. Again, I'll say Kevin Owens because that guy for a big guy works absolutely incredible. I would even say a Tyler Breeze, maybe someone from NXT. I would love to see one of these young guys get in the ring with HBK. Yeah, dude, Gargano versus HBK. That could be a WrestleMania match. That could be like the, the big Velveteen Dream. I mean, God, God, man, Sean, man, you could Velveteen Dream. You could, you, could do a you could do like two more matches or three and put these guys over. And have probably what could be some of the best matches of his career, That's even at his older slower age. Velveteen Dream and HBK. It, That's how man. you do nostalgia right. That's how do we even finish the show after that? That's the biggest, the best idea I've heard in months. No, I, I mean, virtue. What is yeah, wrong? And, and again, it's. But no, they. Uh, granted, the, the reason why he went to Saudi Arabia because of the blood money, right? Absolutely. He got paid. And, and I'm not gonna. You know, yes, he's Christian or whatever, but, you know, he didn't steal it, right? He got it from a actual company who paid it to him legally. He just – He's supporting his family it. For the it's, next for, it's his kid's money, you know. Right. It's great. I, I, don't, I don't blame it, but, like, I just – he could have said, oh, well, I'll go back to Saudi, but, God, I got to work somebody, you know. I got to work somebody where we can have a good match. Right. Can't be Kitaker and Kane. I want to work AJ or, you know, whoever – yeah, but they didn't. You know, he kind of just did whatever Triple H and Vince McMahon wanted. So, but yeah, I mean, you know, when I see these reunions and stuff, it's good for nostalgia pop. It boosted the ratings. But I want to see more of like the Fiend coming out. Absolutely. And, you know, putting you know getting put over by the legend McFoley. Um, I don't know if you you probably remember, but a lot of those haters of mine, dude, for months and months before this break, Wyatt character really came into fruition as he as he started doing these vignettes. I said, dude, this reminds me of Foley. This reminds yeah. me of that 97, 98, three faces of Foley, how it ended up turning into Mick Foley. Dude, I swear to God, and, and look who puts him over. I told people this, that I could see ultimately Bray Wyatt becoming, you know, sure he's going to be called Bray Wyatt because it's kind of a cool name. He's not going to be William Rotunda or Wyndham Rotunda because right. that's not a really appealing name. But I could see him ultimately becoming, you know, how Foley was just Foley. After all of this, you know, where Bray kind of, you know, when you look at him outside the Fiend gimmick, he's, he cut the beard way down. He's got the 
different color hair. He looks different than he used to. Yeah. Um, I could see like, so they don't kill this fiend gimmick and overdo it. Ultimately Bray as himself coming out in, in, you know, with his normal look, really getting that care. The word I'm looking for is, um, it's like when Undertaker kind of stopped doing the dead man gimmick and he was still over and he became the biker taker character. Um, it's character development, but uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Help me out, Big Rob. I, I um, God, well, you think about, let me put my two cents in. Go on. ahead. I think they are going to book him what they should have done to Finn Balor. He is Finn Balor with size and actual charisma because this deep the demon gimmick pales in comparison to the fiend. And Finn Balor pales in comparison to Bray Wyatt. This is the biggest character, the biggest occult thing I've seen since Kane debuted. Because The Undertaker is the best that's ever done it. Kane was the next in line. McFoley did some stuff back in the day. But this Fiend character has me intrigued. And I just, I would like to see the Demon lose for the first time against the Fiend. I think that would be the biggest thing to push this over the top. Because the Demon on NXT or WWE has never lost. And have him lose, have Bray Wyatt lose to him as his happy-go-lucky self. But have the Fiend just be this vicious monster that just can't be stopped and keep doing it and put the belt on him. Take it off of Kofi Kingston. Yep. And yep. give it to the feed. Oh, character baby face, by the way. That's a JR term. So what, what it is is when you turn your gimmick that you've had all these years into more of your real-life persona. Right. Like Undertaker, you know, became an American badass, which is his biker persona. Mick Foley, Mankind, Cactus Jack became Mick Foley. Yeah. Character baby face. I could really see Bray developing this, which is like the path of Foley. You right. Know? We've had that conversation here a few months ago where we talked about him having that multiple personality and, and having that same thing. And lo and behold, he's given the mandible claw to Mick Foley on Monday Night Raw. I mean, good stories write themselves, my friend. And I don't know how else you go about that. It's just good stories write themselves. So, you know, we'll see. I mean, these reunions, I take them with a grain of salt. And there were a couple moments, takeaways. But God... I really wish next time they could book, you know, like 70% of the new people going over and getting their shine at the expense of the legends. And, and that's really what I'd like to see. I mean, it's yeah. about building the future and no one's ever going to forget what the legends did. But, you know, I mean, why, why was Kelly Kelly there, but not Alicia like Trish Stratton? And like, you know what I mean? They could have had Trish there and that could have been the tease for her match with potential match with Charlotte at SummerSlam. And I know a lot of these people have families and everyday lives now and WWE is very last minute. So maybe that's why certain people didn't show up. I guess Sid no showed. Um, he had a softball game, I think. Yeah. I but you know, good for, I mean, Sid no shows into indie wrestling events and Sid being Sid never changed. I think it's great. And for the promoters that still right. book Sid, knowing he's not going to no show shame on you for booking him. Because <laughs> I mean, you know, Whatever. But anyway, that's all I got. I just kind of wanted to talk a little bit about the Raw reunion. I know Vito said it was the shits. He did not like it. Um, you know, why didn't they call Vito back? I mean, I know he was on SmackDown a lot back in the day, but they pick and choose. You know, Stevie Richards. Well, that would have been a great night to see Right to Censor out there. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Um, and they could have came out and said, oh, all along, our product is exactly – this is – today's product is everything we said it would be. That's right. Just like, embrace it. You know it. what I mean? But they, it's too much. To, like, to me, that's great. How do they not have Ivory, Stevie Richards, and Bull Buchanan, and God? Maybe not the maybe not the characters that ruined like Val Venus and the Godfather, but those original three: Bull Buchanan, Ivory, and wait, Stevie wait, Richards. Wait, you didn't that like the Good Father? 
That, but I'm just saying they could have had the do 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 do. Yeah, man, that would have been good. But anyway, I digress. We'll call it. We'll call it a show. We're back. The big veto brand is finally back this week. Um, I know we're going to be doing getting color soon. So it's great to do this. I think we had a lost episode, Rob, where we did one a yeah. couple of weeks ago because Noelle had her computer issues. It never got posted. Um, so I'm going to see if she'll post that one day, even though the content on there's old news. Just, just as like you know, she ever does the best of of us. I'm sure we had some good gems on that show. So with that do. said, do your plug, man. So you guys can find me on Twitter at Xenomecha, X-E-N-O-M-E-C-H-A. You can find me here on the Big Veto Brand Network. You can find me other places with the virtue. And there's actually, I know we've been talking about it for nine and a half years now, but I actually did make an appearance on NoDQ.com. So thanks for everyone for making that happen. But as always, my home is right here in virtue. If they want to see us on our home right here, where are other places that they could find us? All right, so we do occasional videos for Andre Corbeil on WrestlingWithWrestling.com. He's been having some YouTube channel problems lately. So, you know, we're, we've kind of just done one a month for him, and we're keeping it very short and sweet. But nonetheless, that's still content that Robbie Vice and Virtue fans do have access to. Of course, over on NoDQ.com, you finally made it. You're, you took TJS's um, spot on the review. And, look, I've been pitching for you not to replace one of them, but to be added as a fifth. And so I can't wait for that video to get up and see the comments. You're going to get trolled Hell like yeah. fake TGS accounts and this and that. But, dude, you did a great job. It was exciting. Dude, I know Aaron fed off of you. So I'm hoping this lands you as a permanent fifth member. And even if we don't get to that point yet, as at least a, a sub or we can start you know, rattling these panel videos off with these big topics. So welcome aboard finally to NoDQ.com. Of course, right here. Rob and I, every week, now that Noel's back, her computer's back, we do this little thing called Virtues Brand of Wrestling for thebigvetobrand.com, and we're going to be back again next week. And like I said, we'll try to get that lost episode up too. That's all I got so far. Robbie Vice, I am Virtue. Follow me on Twitter at nodq underscore virtue. Guess what? We'll see you next time.